Get ready to talk sports with Daryl. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver. Daryl knows the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now here's Daryl. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, what's a whole lot going on in the world of sports? The NFL is rapping and popping. It's a whole lot going on in the NFL. The NBA just had a big brawl over the weekend. Oh, CP3, LeBron James' best friend, godfather of his son for the Rockets getting in a fight. Oh, man, Rajon Rondo possibly spitting on someone. Man, and the World Series opens up tomorrow. It's a whole lot going on in the world of sports. But let's get a little, let's get right down to, um, right down to this NFL. You know, we all love the NFL and it's been such a, a, a good season this year. And yesterday, the Cleveland Browns were, I think they were in their second or third overtime game of the season. This is unbelievable for one team to have so many overtime games. And the biggest news of the day, Right now in the NFL, Amari Cooper has been traded from the Oakland Raiders to the Dallas Cowboys. Now, in my opinion, honestly, uh, if the Dallas Cowboys wanted to do something, they might as well have kept has they might as well kept Dez Bryant because I don't see a, a big I don't see a big difference between Amari Cooper last year and Dez Bryant this year. Anyway, hey, we got Red on the line. Red, what's happening? What's going on, man? Thanks for having me. What's going on with you? I saw, I saw, uh, um, Jameis Winston coming through yesterday, man. He looked like a professional quarterback, and uh, I was, I was very impressed with the work of Jameis Winston yesterday against the Cleveland Browns. You know, you can't. It's, it's hard to say that in the, in the same sentence good work against the Cleveland Browns because, you know, Cleveland Browns has been one of those cellar dwellers for a long time, but they appear to be out of the cellar and kind of holding their own in the NFL this year. And uh, I, But I have to applaud Jameis Winston. That, some people would say that could have been a setup game for them to, um, to, to fall through the cracks to. But Jameis looked real good. Yeah, he had some errant passes, man. I mean, he missed a few balls, but... Um... We uh we lost our middle linebacker yesterday, man. It's uh the biggest blow was yesterday, man. We lost Quan Alexander out for the season, so it's a lot to be seen with what's going to happen with that. You know, I think they brought up Riley Buller from the practice squad. Um, uh, what's the other dude's name? Well, Kendall Beckles, he's still. I mean, I don't even think he's with the team no more. But uh, it's a big loss, man. Quan Alexander, man. I mean, I think he was on his way to a Pro Bowl year this year. Sure. Yeah, that is a that is a big loss uh, for for you guys. Inside linebacker Quan Alexander, right? Middle linebacker, yep. Middle Frank linebacker, Palmer. yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's that's a big loss, real big loss for uh, for the Buccaneers. And um, you know, let me hey, ask you something. While we while, we, while we on the Jameis topic, I mean, you know, we were had these discussions about our running game. I mean, or the lack thereof. Um, how many? Quarterbacks yesterday threw the ball fifty times. I would imagine not many. Um, I saw where one one other quarterback had quite a few pass pass attempts, 
Uh, that and that's a lot. That's a lot of passes, man. But that's what you have to do. How many interceptions when, would you expect Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers or uh, any uh, stellar quarterback throwing the ball fifty times? How many uh, miss? I mean, how many picks would you expect from that? Well, at least two. At least two. Well, at least two. Of, that is exactly what we asked of Jameis Wilson. He threw the ball fifty-two times yesterday. Two interceptions. A lot of people don't put in perspective when they see this man throwing picks every now and then, but he throws the ball all the time, man. We have no running game. This has got to be answered, man. You can't ask a quarterback to throw the ball that many times. What's his name? Uh, uh, Andrew Luck was like the fantasy dude of the day yesterday with four touchdowns and 150 yards, man. You know? He threw the ball like 20, 22 times. You know what I'm saying? Because you can run the ball I I mean, agree. a little bit. It's kind of frustrating. I, I don't mean to rant like this, man, but it's uh, it's, it's, it's frustrating, man. And, the, hey. and our kicker, our kicker, I was happy with what he did, but at the same time, it made me mad, you know? It, it, <laughs> God damn you. <laughs> That's my neighbor. <laughs> Please excuse that. But, uh, uh, yeah, man, uh, I was happy that he did what he did, man, but it, it made me mad at the same time. I mean, you missed a, a point that we wouldn't even, uh, an extra point that we wouldn't even been in the situation for them to tie the game. And then they put you in the situation to win the game, and you missed that one. I mean, and Jamie ended up throwing the second interception after that. And that was in the overtime when he threw the second interception. Okay? But then it's lined you up for the for longest field goal in overtime in NFL history, and you nail it? That's enough to make you mad. It really is. <laughs> but you got to think about this too, though, Red. When Jameis Winston is your leading runner. rusher, you know, not only was he the leading passer and threw probably more passes than any quarterback in the league yesterday, he was also the leading rusher for your team yesterday and probably was the leading quarterback rusher in the NFL yesterday. Ten rushes, 55 yards, and he ran for a touchdown. So, you know, I you can't. That, Scott might have come close to him in rushing, but um, uh, what's his game? Uh, he came close in uh, passing yards. I think the uh, kid from Kansas City uh, last yeah. night, after he from last night, I think he came close to what James did. But still, I hear what you're saying. I mean, he a touchdown passing. He ran one. Um, I don't know, man. It's a question to be answered on my team, man. For real. Yeah, that, that's that's a big question mark, and uh, and and I, I talked about this before the season started. The running attack for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and like I said, Jameis had as many attempts rushing as. Um, as Barber had, as Peyton Barber had. Peyton Barber had 11 rushes for 30 yards. Jameis Winston had 10 rushes for 56 yards. And the next That's person crazy. down was, I guess it's Ronald Jones, six rushes for 13 yards. Yeah, you just got to do better, man. And Jacquez Roger, three rushes for eight yards. I mean, something has to We need a big running back, man. We, we got a bunch of midgets playing running back, man. We need yeah. a big uh, running back. We need a Kareem uh, Hunt or Garrett Blunt, man. I mean, Third and short yardage is an adventure with this team, man. It just make me yeah. hold my breath, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
I agree, man. I, and 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 um and I, and I and I I blame this kind of stuff on your coach, man. I mean, your coach has to understand. He may play in a tropical climate, but you need some big nasties out there sometimes at running back, man. I mean, some people two hundred or better, six two or better. You know, good yeah, well, grace. You I don't mean, even that, have... that, they, they, we we need them. We need them. We need them. Yeah, yeah, you really do. You know, um, that they're talking about that's one of the biggest problems with the Philadelphia Eagles right now. You know, Jay Ajay is gone. And all of the running backs they have are like 190 or less. You know, and Darren Sproles, he's he's about 40-some years old, man. He's he it, it, And he's small in stature. So, it yeah. really you really got to have have a little bit of weight back there in the backfield. It, the guy, um, Nick Chubb, he's not, a, he's not a big guy, but he's bigger than any running back yeah. that Tampa Bay has in their backfield. No yeah, so, you know, and you, you expect 18 rushes, 80 yards. Those are some pretty good numbers from a running back. And now we know why uh, why, they, why they got rid of Carlos Hyde because they see Nick Chubb is, is the same running back that Carlos Hyde was pretty much. He's going to give them the same kind of production. But I'm really disappointed with uh, Tampa Bay coming into this season, looking at their backfield and saying, this is going to get us to the Super Bowl. Yeah, this is going to okay take this. us into the playoffs. They couldn't have said that when they looked at the running backs in the back in, in, on their on their depth chart. So I'm disappointed in, in, in Dirk Cutter, man. I really am. Well, I mean that would be. I know. You know, Red, the guy Kendrick Drake for the uh, Miami Dolphins. You know, he he's he's what we call a solid running back. You know, he, he he's, he's fairly big, he's a bruiser, but when he gets in the open field, he can do some things. And and, and that's kind of what we expect from from an NFL running back in this in this league, in this day and age. But I just don't see it from uh, Peyton Barber, Ronald Jones, um, and, 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 and Jacquez Rogers. And Jacquez Rogers, he's really, you know, he he's he he's he's never been a big guy. He's only about five foot five inches tall. If if he's that tall, and he, he's you know, well, they, they got him down as five six. Yes. Hey Red, we're gonna have to ask. Go ahead. Can he do three fours? Who's that? Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber. He, he may have a little size. I'm talking about Jacquez Rogers right now, and 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 trust me, Peyton Barber is not much bigger. Than um than than Jacquez Rogers. I mean, I don't know, man. It's just either way, it's questions to be asked. Man, we need somebody. We need yeah. somebody with some hunger or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, you do need somebody with some hunger. And and Peyton Barber, he he may he may be two twenty five, but he definitely doesn't run. Um, like 225, and he doesn't look too tw- like he's 225 on the no, field. So, uh, you know, right, I, I guard, hate some. Right guard yesterday was interchangeable. I hated that. Kevin Benenock and Evan Smith and somebody else. It was like three guys playing guard yesterday. Right guard yesterday. So I didn't like that either, you know. It's it's a question to be answered on my team, man. You know, oh, one more one more question before we get out of here. Um, um, the, the receiver, uh, number 11. Um, that's his name. Yeah, Jackson. Why? Why? Why do you think him and Jameis have such a difficult time um, connecting? What, what's What's the deal with them? I really don't know, man. 
You know, because you know, when we when you when we look at it, um Jackson had five targets. He had two two completions to Jackson's and um and, and, and that's just that's just not enough, man. When you got when when he targeted Evans eleven times, um OJ Howard nine times, Humphreys eight times, and, and then he only targeted um Jackson five times for two for two completions. It's it's it, I don't I don't understand that because for one thing, um the backup quarterback had had a really good rapport with them. Fitzpatrick and they were they were hot like fire. Post right all the time with them though, man. I don't and I haven't seen that since Jamie's been in the at the helm. I have not seen him run that deep post route. I have not seen him do that. He can outrun them people. He can throw him open. It, the, the, the problem seems to be him overthrowing him. Did you see that yesterday? Yeah. 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 Of that, that nine route straight up the sideline, he seemed to be missing him on that. The post route I saw is so a couple times easy passes, 40-yard passes, less than 40-yard passes, and Deshaun Jackson is wide open, and Jameis Winston could not make the connection. It, it was very disappointing, and because I really look at him as a pretty accurate passer. Too yesterday, critical on third down. I mean, and that can't be on Jameis. OJ Howard dropped one. Mike Evans dropped one. I remember. I think Humphreys dropped one. Third down, third down conversions, man. Those are big. I mean, that can't be on Jameis. That's on those guys. You know, it's a lot of improvement to, to do, man. I got, I'm holding oh, it on is. my team, though. It is. It is. And 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 um and one of the one of the beauties of this before we get out of here, Red, is that Jameis Winston before is truly playing. Before we get out of here, I want to ask you about Jacksonville, but go ahead. Before um, Jameis Winston is truly playing for a new contract. That's without yeah. question. So he's going to yeah. play, and his behavior will be spectacular. I mean, we won't have any behavioral problems out of him. He'll be a model citizen because he's playing for money. He's playing for real money. These second contracts are the real money. Now, on the other hand, on on the other hand, if um, if if they don't figure out this running game, running running attack, it's just you know they're just going to be spinning wheels this season. You know, because they really had the weapons on offense. I, I mean, they they got probably two of the best tight ends in the league. They have two of the best wide receivers. Two. I mean, when I'm, t- I'm and I'm talking about Jackson. I'm putting him in there weapons, as one of the better. He got weapons. Yeah, he has weapons. Yeah, he he really has weapons. And hey, man, before you know, you're talking about Jacksonville. Tell me, should Jacksonville? Call Colin Kaepernick and just give him a contract, show him a little yeah, love. I heard some talk about exactly that. <laughs> yeah, I heard some talk about exactly that. I don't know. Jacksonville ready for a uh, yeah. You know, Brian Leftwich was a, was a quarterback in Jacksonville. Yeah, and and a pretty yeah. good one, and a pretty good quarterback in Jacksonville. So I don't, you know, maybe maybe they're ready for. Um, He's just the offensive coordinator for, uh, oh, my goodness. Arizona, I think. Uh, Brian, Brian Leftwich is an offensive coordinator now, man. It might be with Arizona. I'm not sure. I, yeah, somebody found the offensive coordinator last weekend. Okay. We found our defensive yeah. coordinator last weekend. So, so what, what do you think about Bortles, though? You think they should um – they should give up on him. Oh, man, he, you know, he, he just can't get right, man. It just don't seem he can get right, man. You know, it just don't seem like he can get out of his own way, you know. 
I really can't answer that, man. I really can't answer that. I, and I like Blake Davis, man. You know, but. Well, hey, man, the, Jack, the Jaguars I mean, had some like in them. They gave him a new team. contract last year. Yeah, he can't be on no fantasy team of mine. No. <laughs> Not fantasy with them, team? 150, 150 yards a game. No, thank you. You know, well, what's happening in, in Jacksonville right now is they having like a mutiny in the locker room, man, because, you know, the defense really is are. saying, hey, really man, are. we're putting you guys in these great positions every week. We're holding these teams to less than 20 points, and we can't score a touchdown. We can't – hey, come on. We, we can't score 10 points in each half to have a, have a chance. So I can understand their, their, their agony uh, in Jacksonville, especially on defense. But um, yeah, it's some frustration. It's some frustration right now. I mean, yeah. they got a lot of talent, man. Yeah, it's understandable because they got so much talent. But hey, Kansas City put it on them. Davis Street put it on them. I mean, that was yeah. just something that you can you can talk about the problems and stuff, man. But Kansas City just is Kansas City right now. Yeah. And I, and I'll tell you this too. Um, check this out. The Jaguars. Have a have a pretty good team, a really good team on defense, but they don't have the weapons at wide receiver that they need. I think to be productive in the NFL, they they put a lot of stock in this young man Cole, who had a good season last year, but he was playing to make the league last year. Now he's in the league and has found a little comfort. He's not playing with the same kind of kind of fire and intensity that he played played with last year. But they got rid of Hearns on at wide receiver. They really yep. just don't have the weapons on the outside that they thought they had backing up some of the guys they got rid of uh, at wide receiver. But, um, hey, it's, it's yet to be seen. And then and, and another thing, when Leonard Fournette went down, you know, that was a big loss for the Jaguars, man. Yeah. I mean, a big loss. Hey, Red, we got to get out of here, man. We got to take a quick commercial break. Don't be a stranger, man. We love it when you call and talk about the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and anything that's going on in the world. So we appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. I'll call you next week. Thanks, bro. We appreciate it. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we get back, we'll talk about more sports info on voiceamerica.com. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Want to get inside of the minds of the players and coaches? We'll talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. We'll review and preview the week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, and what's next from the colleges to the pro teams. It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific, on Voice America Sports. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, we're talking public land elk hunting, calling tips, locating the secret spots bulls love, calipers that fill the freezer, ammunition that performs, and more. Joining us is Mitch Petrie, Vice President of Programming for Outdoor Sportsman Group, and Steve West of Steve's Outdoor Adventures. Jim and Trav's Elk Quest 2018 is presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Let's hunt. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, um, Le'Veon Bell has not reported to the Pittsburgh Steelers training camp yet. And the word is on the street is that he's not going to report until after the trade deadline because he doesn't want to be traded to anyone else. Now, I really, really like it when players have control. And Le'Veon Bell has control. This is probably one of the few years in his career that he's going to have control. He's going to get paid whatever those $14, $18 million he signed um, he's going to make that money this year regardless. He's going to have some fines to pay, but the organization may pay him. He may he may have to pay some of these fines, but still, he right now, to me, is in control because it's not about this season to me. It's about this season, but it's about the end of this season when his career on the fr- on the free agency is wide open. And so Le'Veon Bell hasn't reported yet, but he will be probably reporting to camp in the next couple of weeks. And, and, um, and, and he knows that he'll probably be traded somewhere he probably doesn't want to go at the end of this season. Who knows? It might be, might be in Oakland. Oakland has a lot of, a lot of picks, uh, and they, they must have a lot of money because they've gotten rid of just about everybody out there on that squad. So... That's gonna that's gonna be interesting to see, you know. And one of um, one of the people I want to talk about, and I want to talk about him a little bit before we before while we're on the subject of players having control. This young man, um, um, Bosa, Nick Bosa, and um, he, uh, Nick Bosa is a defensive end for Ohio State. He got hurt and got injured earlier in the season. And um, the word is, is that he's probably going to be one of the top players drafted in the 2019 NFL draft. Well, Nick has told the Ohio State Buckeyes that he will not be coming back to play in any more games this season. He's going to be concentrating and focusing all of his energy on the NFL draft. Now, here's a young man that, has, that is in a position where he is in control. It's not many guys that would actually say, hey, I'm not coming back to play with my team and try and win a championship. For one thing, you'd have so much pressure on you probably from coaches around the league saying, around, uh, on your team, coaches from the Ohio State team, fans from the Ohio State, um, uh, from Ohio, you know they're saying – what kind of player are you? What kind of teammate are you? Who are you to turn your back on the team? 
Who? That's so selfish of you. What about those other guys that sweat and bled with you out there on the field? You're just going to turn your back on them. Well, yeah, he's turning his back on them, and he's, and he's actually making an opportunity for himself because it's, a, it's about him. And I think it's, a, it's about time that, that some athletes stand up and, um, and think about themselves. You know, you don't really – people don't understand what Clowney had to go through the defensive end for the Houston Texans when he had some thoughts of not playing his last year at South Carolina. University of South Carolina fans – the coaches, um, 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 broadcasters, people talked, said all kind of horrible things about him. How could he let his team down? How could he turn his back on his team? And I'm here to tell you, I, and, and, and actually, Clowney came back and played uh, with his team for, the, um, for, for that season, for his senior year. Well, Nick Bosa saying he's not coming back. And he's not going to be playing with Ohio State. He's going to get himself prepared. And he's going to take his chances on the NFL draft and take his chances on not getting hurt again. But just Because think now, if this young man gets hurt again, it could be it. His career could be over. He may not ever sign a million-dollar contract. Whereas he's saying, I'm just going to take my chances and not go back and play college football and try and sign a million-dollar contract. Damon, what's going on, man? Welcome to the Sports Info UM show. What's happening, Damon? No, man, it was good to see you today, man. Um, that that bright my day. See positive people. Hey, man, I appreciate it, Damon. I'm always trying to be positive, man, trying to love this life I got. And trying to show other people how to love their life. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, I got please. A quick, I, Go ahead. I got a quick question for you. Now, um, I don't know if you know, Ray Caruth got out today. Um, they say it's going to be tough for him to get back into into society. But uh, what I understand is he got like a barber's license now. So they figured he's going to do that now. You know, as a start. Well, I need what, to know what, where he working you, at. Huh? I need to know where he working at. Because I'm going to walk by there with a picket sign. I'm telling you right now, man. I mean, you know, and a lot of people, you know, it's a lot of young people probably listen to the show that uh, have no idea who this guy Ray Carruth is. But um, um, Ray Carruth actually lined up a hit on his pregnant girlfriend and follow through with it too. The woman was shot four times, but before she could die, she called nine one one and told him what happened. Ray Carruth ended up actually, um, ultimately being sentenced to eighteen to twenty four years in prison in North Carolina for uh, conspiracy to commit murder and conspiracy to, um, to uh, attempting to destroy an unborn child. Anyway, the woman's baby survived. Um, she didn't survive. Um, the the, uh, the baby, Ray Caruth's baby, ended up being born with cerebral, cerebral palsy, and uh, so and the child is still living with um, with, uh, with 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 his grandmother. Grandmother. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, she she said she wanted to be one of the first ones to get to the gate when he come out, but 
Um, they don't give you. They didn't give him a. They didn't give her a time when he was gonna get out. But I guess that's why I was so uh, hush hush. But she wanted him to see his kid and how he turned out. Well, so you know, the kid, yeah, the kid is gonna have problems for uh, for the rest of his life without question. And um and, and you know and 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 Ray Carruf, um he he's gonna have to live with that for the rest of his life, you know what I'm saying? So um, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be easy for him to come back to society, especially for people that know what he did, you know what I mean? Um, and and especially when we, and, and and everybody thinks that athletes have it made. Oh man, he got it made. He got a million dollar contract, and and he did. He had it made. He had the million dollar contract, and he, and and when the woman told him that his girlfriend told him that she was pregnant, he just couldn't handle it, and he did the the the. the oh man, one of the worst things you could think of: a man killing his his pregnant girlfriend in an attempt to kill her and the baby. Awful. Just awful, and and that's something I don't agree with. You you make a kid, you got to take care of the kid. Yeah, man, come on, come on. It, he 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 would have been better off. Uh, please let Uncle Sam take care of the kid. Please, dog on it. Yeah, please. You want to shoot somebody? Shoot yourself, dog on it. Don't, don't kill. Don't don't hurt nobody. That's 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 not doing anything to you, man. And I, and I and I don't mean what? that either. Don't shoot yourself either. I'm against all kind of guns and violence. It's just no need for it. There's no place for it in our society. And uh, and and Ray Carruth, he might be out of prison, but he's gonna be in prison in society for a long time because you know it's gonna be and 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 people have told me in my in my life that I have a tendency to hold grudges sometimes, and I'm working on that. But uh, it's going to be some people that's going to look at Ray Carruth every day that he walks in the street and they know who he is, just like I'm going to look at him. And I don't know how it's going to affect him, but I hope he's I hope I hope it affects him in some kind of way, because as far as I'm concerned, man, uh, I don't I don't know. He just don't he shouldn't be walking the street. No, I mean, the guys actually did it. I think they got more time. But um, he should be right there with him. He, he's a monster situation, so why not do the do the same time? Hey, and you know he he had the money. He was the, he was the mastermind behind all of this. He had the money, so yeah. He he well, like I say, he's he's going to have to live with that, and. Um, you know, we, we before we get out of here, Dame, what you think about this Jacksonville Jaguars situation, man? You know, uh, it's some talk that Jacksonville uh, may pick up Colin Kaepernick. You know, Jacksonville did have um, um, Ryan Leftwich a while back so as as a quarterback. Um, do you could you ever see Colin Kaepernick playing for the Jaguars? Dude, I can see anybody playing for the Jaguars. But the guy that knelt. <laughs> Uh, he kneeled down next to uh, Colin Kaepernick. He's got a job now in Carolina, so why not bring Ka- Kaepernick in? Because that's that's a door open door for him to come back. But 
he could have another opportunity elsewhere. But I um, believe you. And with borders, with, with borders are not improving. I definitely can see it happening. <laughs> okay, I can see it happening too. I, I, well, they need to pull the trigger on this. They really, really need to pull the trigger on this. And I, I think it would actually save the Jaguars' season. You know, I think I think, I, I, I think Kaepernick could come in and really make a difference for this team. He, he could win six games for this team. Um, I really think Blake Bortles, the, the, the team has turned against him right now. And once the team turns against you, it's always it, it, it's tough to get them back. It really, it really is tough to get them back, and uh, it's it's just not going to happen. I don't think this year with Blake Bortles and the Jacksonville Jaguars, he's lost his team, and um, he he's he's not he's not going to get them back. Nah. No, but hey, uh, Damon, how you? Uh, before we go, man, what you think about with, with these uh, with this Florida State Seminoles, man? Uh, uh, they won over the weekend. Well, they did, and um, but we got a tough task ahead of us with Clemson, and if we keep the up tempo going, I think we got a chance because everybody wants to make a catch, make the first down, and celebrate. No, act like you've done it before and get back to the huddle and, and uh, do it again, but. There you, there you go. Tempo. We're good. I, I I like that um, man. I I really do. And um, and and hey, you know this this ain't this ain't Bobby Bow Florida State team, and it's gonna take it's gonna take Coach Taggart a couple years to get this team right. But I I really think he he could he could have them going in the right direction. I really do. He he definitely got the talent, and that's that's no issue, but. Every team he got on, it was like uh, he had to get through the first season. Now in the second season, that's 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 where you're gonna see him uh, evolve. Yeah, but yeah, I, 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 I really think my faith. Yeah, hey, you can't lose. We can't lose faith in in our teams, man. That's that's why we watch these sports every year. Every year, our team is gonna win the championship. We start out in first place every year. But, hey, and we never give up on them. And that's what makes us fanatical about these these sports, man. That's why they call us fans. Hey, Damon, man, thanks for calling, man. Don't be a stranger. We're here every, we're here every Monday night talking sports on Sports Info, you and VoiceAmerica.com. Appreciate you. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks, Damon. Hey, uh, <laughs> my producer, Josh, say, uh, Vince and Lickadale got a bad, horrible connection. We're going to holler at him. Vince, what's going on? What's up, buddy? Hey, man, I'm you loving this life it? I got, man. What's happening? I was just checking on you. I had to get my call in on you. Hey, you man, I appreciate you. You started the show. I, that's what I'm saying. You've been with me since I started, so I know you're going to be with me to the end. I'm riding down with y'all. We gonna see what the end gonna bring. I don't know. Hey man, we hey. loving life for the day. I was them watching that Atlanta game. They done led me to believe that they was gonna all the players were gonna play. Look like Atlanta got the old kitchen sink out there. <laughs> hey, you know, um, I tell you, uh, the New York New York Giants are really struggling this year. And, uh, you know, Tom Coughlin has left the Giants. He's in Jacksonville now. And Eli Manning uh, is really no spring chicken. But we have to realize 
that Eli Manning and the 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 Los Angeles Chargers quarterback are the same age they came out in the same draft. And and it's yeah. it's 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 hard for us to, to 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 realize that, but hey man, these guys came out in the same draft and they're the same age. But yeah, but no. um but Eli Manning, he looked like he's really aged so much more than Phillip Rivers have and since they came into the league. And Phillip Rivers still throws the ball oh, with the yeah, same yeah, velocity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, Eli Manning just really appears to be struggling this season. And I don't know. Some people say he's shell-shocked. I don't know whether that's the case or he just well, maybe, maybe well, he's taking too many licks. I ain't sure. Look, what you he, think going on down there, man, over there? They complaining. They complaining about the bad. But you got that man got a lot of good up in there that he that when he didn't pose a one, he won. That man won two Super Bowls. Super Bowl. Yeah. You know what I mean? He ain't nobody gave it to him. Three Super Bowls. NFL. Yeah, you're right. And, you know and, 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 but, but it comes a time that he played long as his brother played. He played long as he wanted to play. It ain't that he ain't doing his job. He's just playing, trying to stay at that one team like everybody else did and, 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 and retired that one team. It ain't like he can't go nowhere else and start and be the man. You might be right. You might be right. Yeah, you might be right. I think you – and you, you – he could come to Jacksonville and be, and be the man and lead this team to some things. He could go to Buffalo and do some things. It's a lot of teams that need a good quarterback. That's the reason I really am always talking about Colin Kaepernick getting a job because there's so many teams in the NFL that need a good quarterback and they don't have one. And I really think it's time for Eli Manning to make a move because his career is coming to an end and it's just not going to end too well in New York with the Giants. Hey, Vince, we got to take a quick commercial break, man. But when we get back, hopefully you'll still be with us. When we get back, we're going to talk some more NFL, some more college, some more NBA, and the World Series. We'll be right back after these messages. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks and weekly key injuries. 
We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Oh, welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, I, I really appreciate Vince calling. So Vince's been with us since we started this thing. But, um, you know, not only did the Raiders trade Amari Cooper to the Dallas Cowboys for a first-round pick. But uh, Marshawn Lynch has just been put on into reserve. He's going to be out for the rest of the season with a growing injury. There's another player you got to wonder, how much longer will he continue to play the game? But this is the – I think this is kind of like the strangest news that I heard today from the NFL is that Patrick Peterson – one of the best defensive backs in the NFL, plays for the uh, Arizona Cardinals, has asked the team to be traded. Reports Patrick Peterson requests a trade from the Cardinals. I guess he just walked in the front office and said, hey, man, would y'all trade me? See what y'all can get for me because I don't want to play here no more. And I, I, don't, I don't understand that. I, I, I just don't, I don't get, get it when people have the audacity to, to say something like that, like, hey, uh, I want to be traded. I, um, I know I got three years left on my contract, but I want to be traded. I, I, I'm, I'm just baffled by that. And, you know, um, you know he, he's, he's definitely a shutdown corner. He's 28 years old. He's been in the league for a while. But to just ask for a trade like this, and I understand that the team is awful, and they're definitely not going anywhere in no time soon. But I think you really gotta you gotta you gotta hang in there until your contract is up. At least, Patrick, come on, man, hang in there until your contract is up before you decide before you start asking for a trade. You know, so that's the, I don't know how the I don't know how the Cardinals are gonna deal with that, but. If a guy doesn't want to be there, I think you really have to. Um, to um, I think you really have to almost give him what he wants, and um, maybe they can get something for him, for him. You know, maybe I'm, I don't. I don't know if they. They too. Patrick Peterson. He should at least bring a. If uh, if Amari Cooper's bringing a first round pick, Patrick Peterson should bring a first and a second, or at least a first and a third, first and a fourth, something. But um. I really think that uh, Patrick Peterson uh, should get what he want, you know. Uh, speaking of trades, on the whole, during the offseason last year, almost the whole offseason, the entire offseason, um, Julio Jones requested a trade or he requested a new contract. Didn't get either. He's still with the Atlanta Falcons playing under the same contract he played with last year and didn't get traded. 
And they were, there's no way they could have ever thought about building a franchise and trading Julio Jones. And you would have to think the same way about Patrick Peterson. As much as he wants to trade, the organization has, they have to be saying, you're the best player on our team. And there's no way we could build a franchise and consider letting you go. So they're not going to let you go, Patrick. They probably should, but they're not, they're not letting you go anywhere. And, and, and hey, how could they? Man, you're the best player they got. The best player they got. You know, um, yesterday, uh, watching the NFL, and uh, I had a chance to, to watch NFL from 9.30 a.m. until about uh, around 10.30 last night. Um, the, 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 the game in England where the uh, Tennessee Titans actually tied the game uh, no, they, they came within one point. Uh, the, the final score, I think the score was 23-24. Um, but the, uh, they went for two. With, with, let, with it, I guess about maybe less than one minute to go in the game. Uh, and they went for two and was unsuccessful in their attempt for two against the, um, the, um, the Los Angeles Chargers. Well, this final score was 19 to 20. Um, you know, a lot of people second-guessed the decision for Tennessee's coach, uh, Ray Grable, to, to go for the two. But when you're, when, when you're, when you're in a, when you, I guess, thousands of miles from home, I think you just want to, think maybe he was just thinking, let's get this game over with. If we, if we make it, we make it. But I just think that if people are going to go for two, and being an offensive-minded person that I am and an old offense coordinator from high school football, I think you really got to pull out something a little bit special when you're going for two. I don't know whether it's the old Tim Tebow um, jump pass or I don't know whether it's the Philly special. I don't know whether it's a, it's a reverse or a reverse pass or I, I, don't, I don't know what you do. Or maybe you just run your fullback up the gut real quick and fake everything outside. Or maybe you fake up the gut with your fullback and fake and pitch it and run an option outside. I think you have to come out with something special when you're when when the game is on the line. When the game is on the line and you're going for two with less than a minute in the game. I just, I really think you have to do something a little bit more than running a quick slant on it. I just think, and I, and I, I, I can second guess NFL coaches because I'm a good Monday morning quarterback. I'm going to say it like that. But I, I really think that, um, that this, the, uh, the Titans uh, uh, team that's, that's actually, you know, they're playing above their head. Their record is three and four. Uh, and it could it could have easily been uh, four and three yesterday with a win. The Chargers are playing above their head, and we can actually I can see the Chargers doing doing some things in the playoffs this year because I really think they have a, 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 a really an elite quarterback in Philip Rivers, and it's, it just might be his season to do some things in the playoffs and possibly. Um, 
make it to the Super Bowl. Um, hey, you just never know. Uh, you really have to have an elite quarterback in this league. And I give I give Philip Rivers, um, um, you know, I, I give him credit. He got some weapons around him. This guy Keenan Keenan Allen is um, is is a is a solid receiver. And, um, and, you know, Philip has some, um, um, uh, Terrell Hill. Um, he's another, um, very good receiver that, um, that he has, um, with him. And so I, I really, I'm really impressed with, um, with, with Philip Rivers and, yeah, Antonio Gates is still on 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 that on that team too, and he's another one of them guys that's forty something years old. But hey, Philip has a has a legitimate shot at doing some things in this year's playoffs. Well, yesterday the Dallas Cowboys could not pull it out, um, and they, you know, some people are going to complain about the last play when the Dallas Cowboys went for a field goal and. Um, Referees say the Cowboys center moved the ball and gave them a five-yard penalty. Well, that five-yard penalty actually affected the field goal, the last field goal attempt for the Cowboys in that game. And, um, you know, it was <laughs> the Cowboys, the, 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 the ball hit the upright and they missed a field goal that would have tied the game and sent it into overtime. And that field goal, um, I think it was a, uh, it would it would have been a 42-yard attempt, but it turned out to be a 52-yard attempt, and he ended up missing it. Well, I'm going to tell you, um, the, the, the Cowboys are really, really struggling. Um, I, I think a lot of people have figured it out. If you make Dak, Dak Prescott throw the ball, I don't think he can beat you. I don't think he can beat you. And I think teams have figured that out. If you could stack the box and take Ezekiel Elliott game away from him, you could beat the Cowboys. And um, I, I, it's, it's, uh, it's obvious now that, that Dak Prescott's going to have to pick up his game. But now Amari Cooper coming into the fold might be able to do some things. Philadelphia Eagles, a lot of people didn't think that they'd have the Super Bowl hangovers. But they do. They have the Super Bowl hangover. They're three and four right now, and they lost yesterday to the Carolina Panthers and Cam Newton, who's now four and two. Um, hey, Cam Newton knows what it tastes like to be in the Super Bowl, so don't be surprised if this guy could do some things with this team. Um, McCaffrey, um, they wanting to do a little bit more with him this year in the backfield. I'm just not so sure. If he's that kind of back that's going to be able to um, to run the ball effectively uh, up up the middle between the tackles, as we like to say, but on the other hand, on the other hand, Andrew Luck won yesterday against the lapless, pitiful Buffalo Bills, thirty-seven to five. Well, you know, it's it's unbelievable that the Bills have already won two games this year. They're two or five. Now, um, I didn't think they'd win that many games. And as a matter of fact, Indianapolis Colts, their record is two and five. So this was probably two of the worst teams in the league playing against each other yesterday. And neither one of them seemed to have enough 
to go anywhere anywhere in this year's playoffs. However, the Indianapolis Colts appear to be a whole in a whole lot better shape than the Buffalo Bills. And the Buffalo Bills don't appear to be going anywhere anytime soon. You know, the, the New England Patriots won yesterday in Chicago 38-31. to 31. Rob Gronkowski is out with a back injury. Rob Gronkowski has had a lot of injuries in his career. He's been a super player, but he's had to deal with a lot of injuries. And, hey, we've said it on this show before. before when you 6'7", six, 6'8", six, you play any kind of wide receiver position, tight end, wide receiver. So many of these guys are 5'8", 5'9", 5'10", 6 feet if they're lucky, playing defensive backs. They're going to hit you low, hit you low, hit you low. And, Rob, yeah, you can't help but be hit low, man. And all of these, all of these things are going to they, – they're, they're definitely um, going to they've, – they've affected your career for, for a while now. But um, – my bottom line is the New England Patriots are not a very good team if Rob Gronkowski is not a big part of their offense. And, and it's yet to be seen how well, how will they do when they play against um, a worthy opponent? Like, I don't think they could have won a game against Kansas City Chiefs two weeks ago without Rob Gronkowski. And um, I just don't think they're going to do very much in the playoffs without Rob Gronkowski. But I'll say this, they got some good medicine in the NFL, and if there's any way for Rob to be back on the field, he'll be back on the field because they got some good medicine in the NFL. You know, so uh, we, expect him to, we expect him to play probably within the next couple of weeks. And, um, but the, um, the Los Angeles Rams, now this is a team that, um, that's undefeated. And I really think that this is probably uh, the best offensive team in the NFL right now. And Todd Gurley is the real deal. You know, um, I mean, he, he, he's the real deal. Um, he's a good receiver out of the backfield. Um, he's a, 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 a really good, tough running back, runs inside the tack, runs between the tackles, runs outside the tackles. Hey, be careful. These, these, um, these Los Angeles Rams could go to the Super Bowl. But hey, guys, we'll be back next week with more sports information on voiceamerica.com. We'll talk more about the Miami Hurricanes, talk about the Florida Gators, talk about Connecticut and basketball. We'll even talk a little bit more about the NBA, and we'll keep you updated on what's going on in the World Series. We'll be back next week with more sports information. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more sports info UM. We'll see you then.